Merry Flixmas to us. Welcome to this special mini-sode of Christmas and Chill. I'm Katrina. I'm Algis. And this is Christmas and Chill, the podcast where we give warm, toasty takes on the finest holiday films made by Netflix. So here on this special mini-sode, we're making a couple of special announcements and reviewing a new Christmas album. All right, let's get right into the announcement. The fans are waiting. After two seasons of giving you no way to talk to us, we decided it was time for us to be able to hear from you. So here we are announcing the launch of an email and a Twitter for you to be able to at us. So if you want to email us, it is christmasandchillpod at gmail.com. And so that's all spelled out. All spelled out. Uh, Christmas. We did put the Christ and Christmas in the email. Yes. And chillpod at gmail.com. And then the Twitter handle is... At X-M-A-S-A-N-D... C-H-I-L-L pod. So that's Xmas and Chill pod. So there's a war on Christmas on our Twitter account. The email is all the love. Well, frankly, it was Twitter's fault because they limited my characters. So I had to make certain cuts and that was the cut I chose to make. Oh, well. Yeah. So it's Twitter that doesn't like Christmas. Yeah. You heard it here first. So uh, the other thing that we're going to be doing on this episode, aside from announcing how you can get in touch with us, is doing a review of Dolly Parton's latest Christmas album, A Holly Dolly Christmas. It's not her first Christmas album, but her third, but it is her first one in 30 years. Yes, Dolly decided to gift the world with Christmas cheer on October 2nd, 2020, because let's face it, this year is garbage and we could all use some holly jolly feelings. So uh, we have a couple different segments to... To To break it down. To break it down. Uh, So first one is By the Numbers. This is from our statistician. His name is Algus. Yeah, so I just uh, took some data on the... On the album, because I think data (laughs) is fun. And some other people might share that affinity. Of the 12 tracks, uh, 50% have talking in them. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, 25% are straight up tradish, meaning yeah. that a lot of people might know the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, there were some songs on there that were not original to the album, but I did not label them as straight up tradish because they were a little more underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, 25% were just traditional, so a lot of people can sing along to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 58% were original tracks. So a lot of new Christmas uh, songs, which I think is impressive. A lot of Christmas songs tend to be just rehashes of the straight up tradition. And if you follow Dolly Parton, I mean, she loves to, that lady can generate some songs and she certainly did it for this album. So the 58% is not shocking. Uh, So 50% of the songs were sappy. Twenty-five percent of these songs uh, feature Jesus in some way. Okay. So for the religious tri- types who like to keep the Christ in Christmas, there's something for you in there too. There is twenty-five percent for you. <laughs> so you are the twenty-five percent. Don't complain. There's not a war on you. It's true. It's true. All right. Uh, we have another segment to help us break this down a little bit more. Yeah, because we want to go track by track. I mean, each one needs a little bit of time to air it out because, I mean, you're going to listen for yourself if you haven't already. Mm -hmm. Um, But we want to tell you what we think, too. All right. So this segment is called uh, Cookie or Coal. 
And so... Talk a little bit about which one is good and which one is bad. Uh, a lot of people like cookies. Yeah. So Especially Christmas. a track that we enjoyed or more than 50% enjoyed. <laughs> Got a cookie. Some, okay. of, some of the tracks eked out in either direction. And then right. the coal. Very few people prefer coal over cookies. Coal in their stocking. That is uh, a lump of coal, yeah. if you will. Uh, but yeah. we do not prefer a coal. So that means that we uh, more than 50% did not enjoy listening to it. Uh, I think the ones that we did not enjoy were, were pretty close to that threshold. But, you know, this is just our opinion. Yeah. Uh, Dolly is and please, amazing. We know that Dolly is absolutely one of the most incredible recording artists of our time. Mm-hmm. And uh, no shade on you, Dolly. If for whatever reason you listen to this, I'm such a fan. Yeah, there is something for everybody. And that's what I appreciate about it. And because there's something for everybody, there's bound to be disappointment. I mean, there's no death metal. This is true. Real disappointment for the death metal community. And I'm very sorry in advance. All right, let's go down the tracks. Okay, Holly Jolly Christmas. Uh, I gave it a cookie. I gave it a cookie too. I love the talking in it. And uh, I like that she said, I thought I'd make a whole album and call it that. So I did. And then Christmas Is featuring Miley Cyrus. Uh, So, okay, you go ahead. uh, I gave it a call. I gave it a call as well. Here's my beef with it. Miley is a great singer, but she sounds like she's in her podcasting closet or something. Like, it doesn't, the audio is not good. And the song itself is just kind of milquetoast. Like, I'm not excited about it. So they're both powerhouses, but I had to give it a lump of coal. All right. It's okay. But, you know, you need to take some risks sometimes. And that's what I like about Miley Cyrus in general is that she takes risks. She does. But I feel like she phoned this one in. Yeah. That's okay, though. She may have literally phoned it in. It could have been a Zoom recording. That's totally possible these days. I don't know how this album was made. I don't know if they did it remotely and sent in the recordings. I want to know. All right. The next one is uh, Cuddle Up, Cozy Down Christmas featuring Michael Buble. The king of Christmas who, since it's October, is, as they say on the internet, actively defrosting. I gave it a cookie. Love the talking from Mikey. No, you better not. Buble has yet to release a Christmas song that would receive coal. It's true. He's just, he's the man for it. He's the king of Christmas. I think they have fun chemistry in the song as a duet. It's great. They're fun people. Yeah. Uh, All right. Christmas on the square. So I gave it a cookie, but I have to say like RIP public gatherings. It gave me a little bit of an ouchie that they're talking about having all these people around out in the square, just enjoying the time with people. And it's 2020 and that's just not uh, a good idea. Some people are doing it anyway, but I don't think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, I did like that they used uh, Rhonda and Daryl Vincent, who are bluegrass stars, who I have loved for many years. Um, I love that she used the pun Holly Dolly Christmas Folly because she's just a punster. I gave it a cookie. All right. Circle of Love. Wait, we forgot to mention something about that. So Christmas on the Square, we didn't know until later, is being made into a Netflix Christmas movie. So it was such a good choice that we were going to do this album because it is coming to fruit for us. Great. Uh, Circle of Love. Oh, man. This is where things get really um, hard for me. I feel like Jesus songs need like crusty organs and like garlic breath singing in church. And I don't really like new Jesus-y songs, so I gave it a lump of coal. I gave it a lump of coal as well. Uh, All I want for Christmas is you featuring Jimmy Fallon. I think this is where our tastes diverge. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a cookie. I it I hesitate to do it because it is a song that I like, but I gave it a lump of coal because I don't like Jimmy using a country accent. I find that very crummy for someone from New York. And it's just like, 
he's not that good of a singer. And I know he's funny and all that, but I don't want to hear him on a Dolly album. Right. I, I agree that Jimmy Fallon is not the best musician, but he likes to insert himself into musical spaces. I know. Uh, but he does so in kind of a fun way. I think that rubs people the wrong way. Uh, for me, I think it's on brand for Jimmy. It's his type of humor. And I think he went in and it's a Jimmy Fallon song. I enjoyed it. Um, but I understand the people who don't appreciate uh, the Jimmy Fallon style. Yeah, I do. Just not in this context. Like I was first listening to this in my car and I was like, who is this that cannot sing on this track? Is that Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> uh, coming home for Christmas. Also touchy in 2020 when you, we probably can't go home and be with our families without infecting them or taking a bunch of tests first. So mm. I gave it a cookie, though, because it is true to classique Dolly. Like, it is her style to a T. I could have seen this on her album with Kenny Rogers back in the 80s. Mm. It, it was a good one. Uh, I don't have the same sentimental attitudes. Uh, so I went ahead and gave it a call. But that's okay. That's, that's fine. It's just not my thing. Uh, Christmas Where We Are featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Ooh, I tell you what. Um, this one sounded like bro country. Like the song's okay, but Billy Ray's performance is comically bad. So I'm giving it a lump of coal. Like Dolly's fine, but Billy Ray just <laughs> all over the track and it's freaking terrible. I gave it a cookie. I like his <laughs> I like the song. I agree the voice could be better. I don't know that much about country. Supposedly, he released a very popular song recently. It's not that wasn't a country song. Obviously, Old Town Road was like a global sensation in 2019. I'm out of touch. Uh, the kids know Billy Ray Cyrus now, not because of Achy Breaky Heart, but because of Old Town Road. What a thought, right? Wow. Well, either way, uh, he gets you gave a it a cookie. I gave it a cookie. I gave it a cookie, even though cause... I can't relate to kids. <laughs> uh, Pretty Paper featuring Willie Nelson. Well, originally written and performed by Willie Nelson in 1979, I gave it a cookie because this was great. I gave it a cookie, too. Uh, but when I was taking down stats, uh, I was looking at what percentage of songs were sappy. Mm -hmm. I was also documenting my cookie count uh, and my coal count. And I thought that there, there would be a direct correlation between sappy and coal. And this one, it merged the two. It was yeah. a sappy song that I enjoyed. Yeah. Great job. I think that era of country was just really um, iconic. And so the song stands. It's just great. Dolly adds her own touch. Willie is on there. I don't know if that's a current recording of Willie or mm -hmm. old, but who knows? All right. I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Uh, great. I love this one. I think it's real cute. I like how she adds her flair with like the milk and cookies touch and the talking part. And I saw a Spotify story where she said that she did this one for the kids in her Dolly Parton's Imagination Library. And I thought that was very sweet. So cookie. It was just straightforward. Good song. You did are... you give it a cookie or a cool? Uh, I gave it a cookie. Okay. Uh, you Are My Christmas featuring a couple other Partons. Yes, her brother and her niece, Randy and Heidi Parton. All right. Uh, I went ahead and gave it a cookie. I gave it a cookie as well. This was this was a good one for me. I thought the style was good. I thought their voices sounded beautiful together. This was another surprise for me because it was a song that uh, featured Jesus Cristo. <laughs> and Lightly. It wasn't. It lightly. It wasn't yeah. heavy, but it was definitely a religiously toned song. And that doesn't always... It doesn't work with your flavor. It doesn't yeah. work with my flavor, but it, in this case it did. It was very well done. Uh, and then Mary Did You Know 
which is a song that traditionally I will admit I am not a fan at all. Mm-hmm. However, Dolly put a really nice touch on the end with her ad-libbing, if you will. And um, for the ending alone, I'm going to give it a cookie because she really puts it all on the line. I went ahead and gave it some coal. Uh, it just didn't. I understand. It didn't ring for me. That song is, it's a lot. It's uh, much emotion and uh, much Jesus, much speculation about Jesus. All right. So uh, if we go back to the numbers, uh, we're at 67% cookie, 33% coal on the album, on my end. And for me, I was 75% cookie, 25% coal. So that's generally overall, that's just the number of tracks and uh Aside from those numbers, I would still give the whole album an A. Dolly gave us a present this year, and she did not scrimp. Yeah, grades are only a number. <laughs> what? <laughs> they're a letter. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard. But when they're a number, they're only a number. But I'll still give it an A. It does a great job as a Christmas album. It accomplished what it set out to do, which was bring Christmas cheer. She certainly did. Uh, to be as inclusive as possible, and that's what she did. Yeah. Uh, and with that... There are certain songs that will not work for some people. Yeah. I uh, I also give it an overall cookie, uh, an A grade. I will listen to it again throughout the Christmas season. It was a present that I enjoyed unwrapping. There are plenty. The fact that 58% of the songs were original. I mean, she's a songwriting genius. That's great. Yeah. It, it wasn't a cop-out album of seeing these. Th- standards. Yeah. Seeing these standards. She threw some of those in just so you could sing along. And even on the standards, like her musical arrangements were more interesting. Like she had some banjo licks in there and some, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Things to spice it up. So I love that. Um, yeah, all in all. Oh, what did this teach us about Christmas? <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know. I didn't prepare an answer. Okay. I'll go first. I think what this teaches us about Christmas is that even in this troubling, unprecedented time that we're living in, you can make really beautiful art, and Dolly Parton did that for us. I think what it teaches us about Christmas is that escapism is something that Christmas brings, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, There are songs that talk about coming home, being together with people, Songs about not being able to be together. Yeah. yeah and, it's all there. Uh, just because there are things that uh, people who are taking precautions are not allowing themselves to do. It doesn't mean they don't want those things. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that around the holidays you're thinking about loved ones, people who you can be with, people who you can't be with. Uh, those are still very important things. And, Chris- and Christmas songs, this, this album teaches us that those are still important values. Absolutely. This is the most touchy-feely we've ever been on this podcast, I think because of the nature of this year. <laughs> it's just been so bizarre. Probably. Well, and also the fact that we're reviewing something that's just quality. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, hang on. Shots fired. <laughs> I think about the Princess Switch every day of my life <laughs> since I first saw it. Take those nasty words back. That brings me Christmas joy. All year round. And I thought about watching it last week. <laughs> All right. Well, Dolly's a real pro. And uh... and just a quick plug. I mean, her album with Kenny Rogers, Once Upon a Christmas, if you've never hit it, it is 
one of the finest Christmas albums, probably in my top three. I just love it to bits. And if you're living this pandemic hard times, Hard Candy Christmas is going to get you there. All right. So uh, we've let our opinions be known. We would love to hear your opinions as well. Uh, Snap back. Clap back. What do they say? What do the kids say? Clap back. I don't know. But sometimes we run out of creativity and it would be. We want to hear from you. We just want to hear from you. So what's the email? It is christmasandchillpod at gmail.com. That's Christmas, A-N-D, chill, C-H-I-L-L-P-O-D at gmail.com. All right, Twitter. At X-M-A-S-A-N-D-C-H-I-L-L-Pod. All right, so we'll be around. We'll be checking that from time to time. And if your opinions are good enough, we'll mention you. Yeah, absolutely. Finally, the last big announcement. Let's talk about the lineup for this year, just quickly. Oh my gosh. There's so many releases for Netflix this year that we had to be discerning on what we're going to cover and pick the things that fell most into our category, which is Hallmark-esque movies. Um, Just the the best of the best. So what are the five that we're going to watch? What are the five that we're going to review? All right, I'm going to say the five that we're going to watch and review and the release dates so that if you are setting your DVR, which no longer exists, you will be ready or just put it in your G calendar. Um, Holiday drops on October 28th. That is next week. That is crazy. Uh, Operation Christmas drop on November 5th. Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey on November 13th. I'm very excited about that one. The Princess Switch switched again November 19th. I'm going to lose my dang mind on that one. And finally, to round out the order, Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Featuring the song that we just covered on November 22nd, which I'm real stoked about that too. We can't wait. I hope everyone out there is staying safe. Uh, Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear that dang mask. Care care for others. That's right. Christmas is about loving everybody else. Yep. So don't be selfish. Yeah. Be a good person. We love you. Hope to hear from you soon. See you next episode. All right. Bye.